Now, let's start this off right. You are a slave. You don't realize it yet, but you will eventually. I'm your master and the lady is your mistress. You'll be totally docile. You'll be very quiet and you'll speak only when spoken to. Never initiate conversation. Keep your mouth shut. Anytime you are spoken to, you'll be required to respond with proper speech. Remember that we are in the dungeon game and as long as you are here, it's the only game in town. Listen, living, listening to Synchronon. Sick and wrong. Yes, you listen to Synchronon. The Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. God, what a bunch of scumbags. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. I'm one of your hosts, Steve Simon. I'm Harrison. Harrison, what's cracking? Nothing, man. <laughs> Shit. Typical. Mm. Um, I feel you, man. I'm I'm trying to stay positive. I uh, I read this news story that I just can't shake. I just keep thinking about it. And, you know, and it's weird for me because, I mean, I read sundry, horrible news stories every day. Sure, yeah. Because I try to find stuff. You know, I'll go through and I'll just kind of look through like you know different crime sites or whatever, trying to find stories we might do on the show, or you know, I'll like be on like you know whatever uh, crime sites I go to to check it out. But then every now and then. I'll read a story that I just can't shake. And this one, I just keep thinking about. Um, my girlfriend told me about it. We were talking mm. about it yesterday. And so then today I, I read an article about it. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, this is just heartbreaking. Mm. Did you read about the orca, the female orca with her calf? No, I didn't actually. Oh, God, I'm mm. about to ruin your fucking day. Okay. I'm going to ruin your day. This is so a female orca whale. This is going on right now. Okay. A female orca whale is still apparently grieving her dead calf and swimming with its dead body after more than two weeks. Oof. Yeah, it's heartbreaking. Um, uh, they, they were talking to Michael Milstein here from, uh, say, uh, uh, marine biologist. He said this kind of behavior is like a period of mourning. And it's been seen before, but what's extraordinary about this is the length of time. So the adult female whale, uh, um, they call her Taliqua. <laughs> Oh. Um, she, I think she might be an African-American female I see. whale. Um, Taliqua here. Um, they, uh, they, saw the, they saw the adult and the corpse were seen Thursday afternoon, 17 days after the calf's birth. So the, the female calf died just a few hours after it was born. Mm-hmm. And the mother, preventing the body from sinking to the ocean floor, has just been carrying it on her head and just nudging it toward the surface of the, the, of the Pacific off the coast of Canada. Hmm. Seven, don't dude, whales usually days. float if they're dead or am I crazy I think I don't know I mean yeah. I think it sinks I mean it's a fucking right. whale it weighs a lot corpses though you know I guess they, I guess they yeah. could I guess if it's filled with air yeah. um, scientists say that grieving is actually quite common among mammals such as whales dolphins elephants even yeah and uh, deer um, but uh, but the uh, the the orca here shows that their brain is very large and complex and highly developed in terms of like you know, familial emotions and things like that. Hmm. And pods. Did you ever see that movie Blackfish? Yeah, I did see Blackfish. And where they're t- talking about how horrible it is when you separate them, like SeaWorld, just as evil bastards. Yeah. Well, so uh, they said it's unprecedented for this orca to p- keep grieving for this long. You know what animal is not like that? Cats. No, cats don't give a shit. They don't give a shit. Not only do they not give a shit, they also can't count. So when they have big litters and they're like, all right, let's go. Like they won't know if they left two behind because they can't fucking count. 
Or their brain's like the, not even the size of a golf ball. Right. I mean, a fucking orca. Birds can count. An orca's got a brain the size of like a, like most rotundos. Confession, I don't know if birds can count or not. I just said that. I was about to say. Well, they know they can because they they like feed worms to all three of their uh, their I don't know little bird babies. Bird babies. Yeah. Bird babies. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they're saying here it's unprecedented for Norca to keep going on for this long. She's traveled for a thousand miles with the corpse. And I saw a picture. That's the problem. I saw a picture of this decomposing orca calf. Yeah. Just half of it's like gone and the mother just still carrying the body. Weekend at Taliqua's too. Well, what's its name again? <laughs> Taliqua's an I don't there's okay. no name for the okay. dead calf. All right, all right, all right. Quit ruining the story, all man. Right, I'm having a moment here. Mm. Too soon. <laughs> yeah, I was only able to masturbate once. Mm. And not even a completion. Yeah. So it's a it's genuine grief though. That's the yeah. thing. I think most humans aren't even capable of this kind of emotion. No, because it, you know. No, you know, I've, I've read, I, you know, I have friends that are hospice nurses, and they said, you know, they've seen, like, families fighting over, like, a $5,000 inheritance while the person isn't even dead yet. Sure. The person hasn't even died, and they're already fighting over it. Well, there's a difference between, like, grief and also keeping a corpse around, you know? Yeah, but she's, As an I expression mean, of said grief. But this, it's crazy just that this whale, you'd think a whale... You know, yeah. a sea mammal would it would just move along. I mean, it's an animal. You just wouldn't think they would care about, you know, about its dead offspring. You'd think it'd be sad, but again, you know, that's some Norman Bates shit. That, that so, it is some is weird doing. shit. Yeah, yeah so. I don't, I don't know. But I wonder what's going to happen when it eventually just like deteriorates completely. If it's right. going to pull the the skeleton around, just a spine dragging, you know, uh, behind it. Not, not a good yeah. time. Let's talk. Let's talk about some more lighthearted type. Yeah, what shit. the hell are you doing here? Like, man. Uh, come on, David Parker Ray, the Toy Box Killer. We're gonna move on to a much more lighthearted, you know, pleasant topic to talk about. Was it, he was Tinky Winky, right? Was yeah. He? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think. He, or am I thinking of somebody else? No, he was in the. Who's the guy in Toy Story with the hat? Woody. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was voiced by David Parker Ray. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I I miss this guy, the mm. toy box killer. Do you do you heard of this guy? Uh, now that I think of it, I think I had heard a little bit about him. You know, I'd heard you know, I'd heard of this uh, the sex chamber, the toy box. Yeah. I just never heard. I didn't know who David Parker Ray was. I guess I just never. I, mean, I don't know. I'd, I'd read something about this sex chamber and uh, you know the, this soundproof sex chamber and all this horrible stuff. I just had never heard about this guy, and so I read something about him because a couple people, like his uh, his um, girlfriend, who was involved in, in a lot of the torture and the and the, and the rapes, um, she's about to get out on parole. Okay. So I was reading an article about about him and uh, about some of the uh, his his accomplices, and uh, I found a an audio tape. Like this orientation tape that he would provide to a lot of the victims while they were like bound and gagged. Yeah. He would play this orientation tape, kind of uh, describing like, "Here you are in my torture chamber, and this was what's going to happen. This is how it's going to go down. Here are some of the rules, and it's horrific." Why I mean, did they call him the toy box killer? Because that's what he called the torture chamber. It was oh, just like a trailer that he had okay. outfitted. A $100,000 trailer. He didn't that, have like a weird, like, bo- one of those like, weird wooden boxes they put your head in and then they close and they lock it. 
No, I mean, uh, okay. What, is that that's called the toy box? I don't know what that's called. Is that like some kind of it's weird thing. like S and M thing? It is. Um, I only know of it because I saw a movie with Robin Williams' daughter where she had to wear one of those because she got kidnapped by a crazy couple. Hmm. A crazy like S and M murder couple. That, but that's kind of the Zelda kind Williams. It's similar, like to, that's yeah. very similar to the story. Yeah. I mean, he called who was the, named after the video game. Oh, huh? the enough. the toy box here is like his sex chamber with like. I mean, almost every sort of sexual torture device you can think of. So they might have actually had that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not sure. But anyway, David Parker Ray, stand-up guy. Um, you know, the weirdest thing about it, too, you look at the guy, and he looks like a retired cop. Yeah. Like a retired cop from, like, Arizona or something. Sure. But, uh, he does, yeah, totally. Yeah, he just kind of has that handlebar him. mustache. He kind of looks like it. You'd think he'd have this, like, gruff, like, I'm going to torture you. But then when you actually hear the, the audio tape, he sounds like a disgruntled IT worker. Okay. That's yeah, weird. We'll, we'll play that in a second. So David Parker right here. He started raping and torturing women when he was just 15 years old. Good Lord. This guy's got a history of it. He's suspected um, to uh, having, uh, it's suspected that he had murdered up to 60 women. Um, however, he died of a heart attack while serving a 224-year prison sentence for kidnapping and torture, never charged with murder. They never found a body. Hmm. Suspected of up to 60 murders, never found a body. Okay. Um, not only was he meticulous in torturing his victims, he was also very thorough when it came to hiding their bodies. So police, FBI are still, to this day, searching for the bodies of uh, his victims, but they, they've never found it. Hmm. Um, and... Uh, and and it's like what's I think the most intriguing thing, other than the fact that the guy t- you know was very assiduous in, in note taking and uh, and this orientation tapes and things like that, but um, and he got away with his crimes for decades. But what's I think what's most intriguing about it is because his own daughter, girlfriend, and other friends all participated in these grisly crimes. Jesus. Yeah, it was like a big family affair, like family and friends. It's like some people have a barbecue or a cookout. This guy's like, hey, come on over and rape some of these sex slaves. How old was his daughter? I think during the time, I think at the time she was like early 20s. Hmm, okay. Um, so Dave Parker Ray was born in a small town called Bellin, New Mexico. New Mexico. It's yeah. just an unholy evil state. You don't got to tell me, brother. Yeah. You know, it almost broke me. Yeah, I mean, I can understand. I, th- I think there's something. I don't know if it's something in the water over there. There's something amiss. Yeah. In that state, um, he was born in 1939. He was raised mainly by his grandfather, but he had frequent visits from his alcoholic father, who used to beat him mercile- mercilessly. Um, his father also supplied young David with a uh, with graphic S and M porno magazines at a young age, oh. sparking an interest that would last with David until death. At a young age, yeah, he's like he's born in like 1940. Yeah, the fuck kind of S and I don't know. I mean, well, I mean, in the yeah. 50s, 60s, they might have had some stuff. Yeah. Didn't they? I mean, they might have had S and M porn back then. Uh, is that how you got into it? Like stealing your dad's S&M porn mags? No, my dad didn't have S&M porn <laughs> magazines. <laughs> he might, actually, he might have. I don't know. I didn't yeah. live with him. So. He did like, Harrison, come yeah. here, boy. <laughs> I think you're, you're, you're becoming a man. I remember I did buy a magazine like when I was in high school, even though I wasn't allowed to because the weird like anarchist bookstore let me buy a bondage magazine. <laughs> but um, was there nudity or is it just yeah, women? Yeah, nudity. Okay. Yeah. But, I mean, it's not, like, graphic, like a, a hustler or something no. or a swank. No, But did your dad ever find it? 
Um, you know what's weird? My, well, I didn't live with my dad. Oh yeah, yeah. But um, did your mom find it? She did at some point. <laughs> and because I had it, I kept it like in the basement somewhere, and I like hid it. I had shit hid all of that basement. Like when we moved out of that house, there's like acid and mushrooms and God knows what other drugs, just like hidden in weird places that I forgot about. <laughs> so something's gonna happen. But yeah, uh, one point I went home. And I was looking for it, and it was just gone, which meant that she found it and just, like, just didn't say anything about I'm it. I'm gonna throw it out and never speak of this. Well, she you know, had like sit you down and have a heart to heart. No, how do you do that? I don't know. You know? I mean, my mom would do that. My mom would have really? like, yeah, my mom would have sat me down and talked about like how the porn made me feel and if I'm okay and that porn's all right for people to watch. I, I remember when yeah. the first time I saw a porn, my mom was like. Because I was all freaked out and I told her I'd seen a porn. And my mom, I was probably like, I don't know, like 11 or something. And my mom's like, David, some of, some of those movies are, are very, very good. But most of them are horrid. <laughs> She's like, most of them are horrible, but some of them are very good. Jesus. She's right. You know, most of them are kind of awful. Yeah, my mom's Catholic, so <laughs> no conversation like that is happening. I know, I know why I always, whenever I imitate my mom's voice, it sounds like a post-op transsexual woman it, 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 she had a very husky voice very husky yeah, yeah very she, husky. like kathleen turner kind of thing yeah kind of okay. she used to do radio actually okay um back in the 50s uh parker ray david parker ray here allegedly back in told, the 50s yeah in the, the 50s fuck old is your mom she's old i mean she okay. was born like probably 41 or 42 she did it in high school yeah like right after like late 50s okay okay like probably right after high school she did radio yeah. for a while and she did radio in high school and she was like in musicals and things like that but there you go um Dave Parker Ray allegedly told his first wife that at age 15 um which would have been the mid 1950s that he had abducted a woman tied her to a tree before murdering her yeesh yeah that's probably why they got divorced yeah um you you never want to hear that from your spouse uh, although it's difficult to tell how much of Ray's personal accounts are true and how much were just uh, exaggerated, um, the three women who testified against him in court described extended abuse that suggested he wasn't really lying about anything. And if you listen to these audio clips that we're about to play, um, I'm really building these up. But if you listen to these audio clips we're about to play, he's so detailed that it's hard for me to believe that it would be fiction. Right. I mean, he's really detailed. It's really grim. Really grim stuff. Um, the way he uh, ended up uh, kidnapping a lot of his victims is he would pose as a policeman. And you look at the guy, he looks like a, I mean, he looks like an authority figure. He does, yeah. I mean, he really does look like a retired cop. He'd point a gun at the victim and force her into his car before taking her back to the toy box. Other times, he'd spike the drinks of women he met at the bar and then just bring them back. Uh, once his victims were injected with drugs and strapped into the gynecological chair in the toy box, Ray and often his girlfriend Cindy Hendy, and sometimes uh, friends of theirs, all of which Ray alleged were members of the Church of Satan, would take turns raping the women in every orifice. Okay. And if they resisted, they'd be beaten down and threatened. In his, in his notes, I was, I was saying uh, before, Ray was assiduous. He's an assiduous note-taker. He's like a Nazi. He claims to have cut the nipples off of one victim and the clitoris off of another Oosh, who got too feisty. Yeah, talks about this in the tapes. All right. And so um, the, the toy box, his actual like chamber, the, 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 the chamber here, right. he spent $100,000 to build this uh, torture chamber. So I was, I was asking you about this earlier. Is that exorbitant to build like a big S&M dungeon? 
Um, it's it's up there. It's up there, but I mean that kind of you know, the dungeon furniture ain't cheap. You but know, I mean, what are you spending money? If you want like a like, what are you getting? Like a cage? You want a toilet Andrews, seat chair? If you if you're gonna go all out, you know, you want a place. Uh, Saint Andrew's Cross. What is that thing? That's a X cross. Oh, the you know, X that, cross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like a cage, life size cage, either vertical or horizontal. How much does how much something like that cost? I'm just probably trying to like, like gauge it here, spec it one, out. Probably like three grand. Okay, so you're talking yeah. three grand for that. The, yeah, with yeah. the, the Angel Cross, was that the St. Angel Saint, Cross? St. Andrew's Cross. St. Andrew's Cross. Yeah, yeah. That thing, how much is that? Like five grand? Uh, I don't know how much that would be. but prob- you got to have like an make, electroshock machine or something? One, yeah, probably. One of those. That's not too much, though. Um, you know, chains are expensive. But the, again, if I had to guess, like, like making a nice dungeon for yourself, I'd have to say like 10 grand. Yeah, but this guy, yeah. I think, like, had to soundproof the thing. Yeah. You know, he probably had, like, uh, you know, CCTV you, like, and all sorts of out? stuff. Was it, like, a secret thing that he done? You, you know, it looked, like, it, it looked like like uh, like a trailer, a truck trailer, just mm. parked out in the woods. Oh, okay. You know, I mean, it looked right. like a trailer. But inside, it was like a, yeah, it was a soundproofed white trailer specifically rigged for performing torture on unwilling victims. All right, so the, you got to figure out the cost of the trailer is built into that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, that's got to be, and okay. that probably is like what, like thirty grand, so, yeah, or something. Um, whips, chains, pulleys, clamps, handcuffs, dildos yeah. all over the walls. Some were spiked, some were uh, elephant sized. Many were store bought, while others were handcrafted you to deliver fu- maximum pain. You could have a fuck bench. Oh, I'm sure this guy had a yeah. couple of those, dude. Handcrafted dildos. Are you jealous? A little bit. I mean, I've, I've made a lot of <laughs> a lot of handcrafted toys in my day. Probably would never make a handcrafted dildo. Have uh, you ever sat in a gynecological chair? Uh, I have not. No? No. Um, so in the center of the trailer... But I've seen them in dungeons. So in the, which is just creepy. I remember uh, one time my friend Kessler, we were in uh, the Lower East Side going back to his apartment, and someone had just discarded a gynecological chair. <laughs> and he was just like... Dude, let's take this back to my place. I'm like, yeah. this is just a weird thing to have. Yeah. I was like, could you imagine bringing a girl back and you have this? And you're, he's like, I just wanted to watch TV and play video games. Right, there's yeah. like stirrups. You can hang out on it. Yeah. And so we tried carrying it and it was mm. fucking heavy. Mm. Like, I think we got it like maybe a block. And I was like, I'm done. I mean, I'm not going to do this. And then we'd have to carry it up like three flights of stairs. Yep. I've done that in New York. That wasn't sure. worth it. But in the center of the trailer sat a gynecological chair in which victims were strapped and drugged before enduring days of rape and torture. Yeah, there's also a fur-lined coffin, uh, steel devices designed to spread out a woman's leg to the point where it caused severe pain, medical instruments, and uh, hand-designed instruments to deliver electrical shocks. Hmm. So he had like a shock thing. A raised toy box also contained a steel cage custom-fitted to enable raised dogs to rape his sex slaves. Yeah, the guy had like German shepherds mm. that he would. Uh, that so he it's would... going to be like a weirdly shaped cage, probably. I'm not. I'm not sure. Okay. It sounds like a kennel mm. to me, but I don't know. Maybe not. And on the wall was a large sign of block lettering that read "Satan's Den." Okay. Yeah, which that actually I wouldn't mind having in my own house. I don't know about all the other stuff, but uh, but so I would say one of the even more, I guess, startling than the than the whole toy box. Mm-hmm. You know the. Uh, the torture devices he has were these audio tapes that he would play for his victims as they were regaining consciousness. So he had abducted these women, drugged them, 
bound them, gagged them in a gynecological, stripped them so mm. they're naked in a gynecological chair. You're slowly regaining consciousness. And then he would play this creepy as fuck tape, this mm. orientation tape. And, uh, it, and it sounds, it, it literally sounds like a, like an instructional video at a, at a company. <laughs> That we were starting, it's like, and this is where the copy machine is. And, you know, we and the rules of the copy machine is you don't copy personal information. But it's like, yeah, he goes through it. And he, and he sounds like a disgruntled IT guy. So if you use the company fridge, always remember to label your lunch with your name. <laughs> so you can find these these audio tapes online. There's, I think there's like three parts. And so I went through uh, a couple of them. It's like 30 minutes. And I kind of sort of... Uh, uh, found like the best clips or the most entertaining clips. Okay. So let's let's listen to a few of these. And it, it, the best the best thing about it is the way it starts. So picture this: the scene. You're slowly regaining consciousness. Everything's a little hazy. You're bound, gagged, naked in a gynecological chair, and this is what was you this hear. This made like shortly before his capture, probably. Um, I think he actually says a date. It was in like '93. Okay. He was captured in like uh, late '90s. I think, yeah. Right? Okay. Hello there, bitch. Are you comfortable right now? I it's Brittany, bitch. <laughs> I doubt it. Wrists and ankles chained, gagged, probably blindfolded. You are disoriented and scared, too, I would imagine. Perfectly normal under the circumstances. For a little while, at least, you need to get your shit together and listen to this tape. It is very relevant to your situation. I'm going to tell you in detail why you have been kidnapped and what's going to happen to you and how long you'll be here. Are you sure this isn't a Batman villain call? <laughs> That's what it sounds yeah. like. Or the guy from Saw, you know? Yeah. I, I think it's like, did he have someone in HR that was like, okay, we got to put the script together and let's get this, uh, yeah. let's get this going. I think that's the first part. Okay, so that's, yeah. so that's the first clip here where he's like giving an orientation to the person. So just just hearing that, it's got, I mean, that's, I can imagine the terror. Now, you are obviously here against your will, totally helpless, don't know where you're at, don't know what's going to happen to you. You're very scared or very pissed off. I'm sure that you've already tried to get your wrists and ankles loose and know that you can't. Now... You're going to wait and see what's going to happen next. You probably think you're going to be raped, and you're fucking sure right about that. Our primary interest is in what's between your legs. You'll be raped thoroughly and repeatedly, in every hole you've got, because basically, you've been snatched and brought here for us to train and use as a sex slave. Sound kind of far out? Well, I suppose it is to the uninitiated, but we do it all the time. It's weird because like, this guy's like sixty years old or something. It sounds like a does he young sound like a young weirdo. IT worker? Yeah, it's like yeah. we do it mm. all the time. Now let me install Office three sixty five mm. on your machine, yeah. okay? Like he sounds like Elliot Roger or something, you know? Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah he sounds yeah. like an incel yeah. or something. It's going to take a lot of adjustment on your part, and you're not going to like it a fucking bit. But I don't give a big rat's ass about that. A big rat's ass. <laughs> he must say a big rat's ass like five times. I listened to the, the entire tape to pull out clips. Ugh. But, I mean, he must say like, and I don't give a fucking rat's ass about mm. that. It's like, okay, well, thank you for your sentiment. It's, 
not like you're going to have any choice about the matter. You've oh. been taken by force, and you're going to be kept and used by force. What all this amounts to is that you're going to be kept naked and chained up like an animal to be used and abused any time we want to, any way that we want to. Then you might as well start getting used to it. Okay. okay. All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> you know, he's uh, giving us the orientation. Yeah. Make us feel a little more comfortable. Um, yeah, the, there's a clip that's coming Excuse up. Excuse me, uh, I've just been hired as a stock clerk. I think this is the wrong tape. <laughs> <laughs> there's this clip that's coming up. I don't know if it's this one or not, but where he gets into like some more detail about what's going to happen. I mean, it. I'm telling you, it's like 30 to 40 minutes of uh, instruction, instructional video. Like This guy's obviously, he obviously is passionate about what he does. Mm. And uh, I got to say, you know, as a, as kind of like I'm a, you know, an IT project manager and I do a lot of documentation and sometimes I have to do uh, instructional videos, I can, take, I can learn something from this guy. You know, maybe not in like the, uh, the, the horrible uh, deviant sex acts, but, you know, some of the, uh, the, the delivery, you know, he's like very honest to the point. How much do you want to bet that he taped over a Doctor Who episode like this? <laughs> two female captives available constantly to uh, satisfy our particular needs. We are very selective when we snatch a girl to use for these purposes. That's the other weird thing, too. He always uses the, uh, the, the pronoun we. Yeah. As if it's like some kind of cabal or some kind of group. Yeah. Like, it's not just him, but I guess it's mostly him and his girlfriend. Yeah. Like, you know, this It'll is... probably make her feel better to be like... Because it, it's, it's just this asshole? Ugh, you know? Yeah, I guess, I mean... I, I would, you know... I don't know if it'd make me feel better, but yeah. I got tripped and overpowered by this idiot. You know, <laughs> if it's like a evil group, that's at least something... And be kept in a hidden slave room. It is relatively soundproof, escape-proof, and it is completely stocked with devices and equipment to satisfy our sexual fetishes and deviations. There may or may not be another girl in the room. Occasionally, for variety, we like to keep two slaves at the same time. In either case, as the new girl, you'll definitely be getting the most attention for a while. Now. As I said earlier, you're going to be kept like an animal. I guess I've been doing this too long. I've been raping bitches ever since I was old enough to jerk off and tie little girls' hands behind their back. As far as I'm concerned, you're a pretty piece of meat to be used and exploited. I don't give a flying fuck about your mind or how you feel about this situation. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's not very sensitive, this guy. No. You know, um, the, the, the other thing too, it's like, he's, he's built this sex chamber. So isn't that, isn't that, wasn't that a line from uh, the song about Davy Crockett? He was raping bitches since he was only three or something like that. <laughs> and like the smoky mountains. Mm. Um, do you think they've met him at this point? Because I mean, I mm. imagine some girls might have, you know, some girls have like a rape fantasy. I know we're going to do a story later in the show with like rape fantasies. Right. I imagine if you have a rape fantasy, just hearing this guy's voice would kill it. It would totally. Yeah. It's yeah. just like, okay, now I'm just done. That, that's why I'm wondering like if they've met him before, already seen a picture of him or if he just kind of dramatically comes in the room. Mm. It's like, I'm the voice on the tape. Mm. <laughs> 
you will be fed and watered, kept in good physical condition, kept reasonably clean, and allowed to use the toilet when necessary. In return, you're going to be used hard, especially during your first few days while you're new and fresh. You're going to be kept chained in a variety of positions, usually with your legs or knees forced wide apart. Your pussy and asshole is going to get a real workout, especially your asshole because I'm into animal sex. Also, and <laughs> what? He's into animal sex. This guy. No, this guy really just, is into animal sex. Mean, okay, he didn't mean to say anal sex. No, I think he's really into animal sex. Okay, okay. Yeah, like that, right. Okay, I think it's a clip coming up next okay. with the dogs. But it's like, okay, all right. You know, the worst thing about this is like you're already tortured. I would just mm. be like, okay, I'm resign myself. I'm gonna, I'm gonna die here because mm. right? you know it's. I'm, Bound, gagged. I'm in this like torture chamber. I would just think I was going to die. But then after this description and how long this orientation is, I'd want to die way earlier. Oh yeah. Like just kill me. Right. Oh, both of those holes are going to be subjected to a lot of use with some rather large dildos, among other things. And it goes without saying that there's going to be a lot of oral sex. On numerous occasions, you're going to be forced to suck cock and eat pussy until your jaws ache and your tongue is sore. You may not like it, but you're fucking sure going to do it. And that's the easy part. Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. Do I get a souvenir hat after all this? I mean, Jesus. You're going to like it. You'll be taken into the living room and put on the floor on your hands and knees. Naked. Your wrists, ankles, knees, and hips will be strapped to a metal frame to hold your body into position. The frame is designed for doggy fucking. Your ass up in the air, sex organs exposed, your tits hanging down on each side of a metal support bar, knees spread about 12 inches, position similar to that of a bitch dog in heat. Yeah, I've seen this in porn. I've seen this in porn. Wait, you have porn with this type of device? Yeah. It's just like a, a thing that like restrains somebody in the... The, you know the doggy position so wait there doggy style position how are their knees restrained is it like a pole like in the back usually of what usually what they are is like they're actually like metal there's like a bar on the floor and then there's like um like manacles know, manacles coming out of it so it's like they're like that and then it and then it you know so they're on their knees and then it like you know either will go around their like ankle to the bar or it sometimes like around their lower thigh kind of thing huh have you ever have you ever tried to make one of these with like duct tape and no I don't know <laughs> like a construction? I mean, I made a spreader bar. What's a spreader bar? Oh, it's, is it just a bar in between your legs? Yeah, it just, just keeps the legs spread, you know, in between cuffs. Huh? Did so, you did you like do you go online and find instructions on how to make these things, or do you just kind of wing it? I'm just gonna wing it. Yeah. Yeah. Right in the middle of the floor so we can sit on the couch and in the chairs and watch. I'm going to rub canine breeder's musk on your back, and the back of your neck, and your sex organs. Now, I have three dogs. Canine breeder's what? Canine breeder's musk. <laughs> you kind of know where this is going. Ugh. All of them's male, because I don't need any fucking pups. One of them is a very large German shepherd that is always horny, and he loves it when I bring him... Can you just buy canine breeders musk, like at a store? Do they sell that at Rite Aid? They don't sell it at Rite Aid. No. Because that um, would be a funny prank. Yeah. On somebody you don't like, you know, at work, just spray their coat down, <laughs> and see what happens. 
That would be a good. Brand. Does it yeah. work like that? As soon as you is it like Viagra for Although dogs? Although a lot of dogs don't need a fucking invitation to hump your goddamn leg. Yeah, yeah. but I wonder what would happen like if uh, mm. you know if they're already a horny dog and then all of a sudden they smell canine breeders musk. Do they mm. just like r- run after you with like their red rocket out? Probably. Yeah. God. Mm. In the house to fuck a woman. After I let him in the house, he'll sniff around you a little bit. Within a minute. He'll be mounting you. There's a 50-50 chance which hole he'll get his penis into, but it doesn't seem to bother him whether it's the pussy or the asshole. His penis is pretty thin. It goes in easy, but it's about 10 inches long, and when he gets completely excited, it gets a hell of a knot right in the middle of it. Now, I've had slaves tell me that it feels like they got a baseball inside of them. It doesn't take long. He's going to hump you real fast. How the fuck is that possible? Yeah, I was about to say, what? what's the knot? Yeah. Is this, do all dogs have that? I don't know. Is that way, is the knot so it doesn't retract back into the sheath? Oh. You know? Maybe. I didn't know German Shepherds were hung. Ten inches? Yeah, it seems kind of... Does big. that seem kind of large for yeah. a German Shepherd? I used to have a German Shepherd. Did, did, how big was his penis? Oddly enough, I don't think I ever saw it um, you know, rocketed. You know, we, he, he was fixed, so some dogs like... Once they're fixed, they don't really do anything. I had a German Shepherd uh, when we were growing up. He was an Alsatian. He was huge. Mm. And like, he had massive balls. Mm. Massive balls. And we never, we never had him uh, uh, neutered. Mm. Uh, But I mean, you know, his red rocket would come out every now and then, but I don't recall it being 10 inches. Mm. But I guess maybe he was never fully aroused or something. For about three or four minutes. And while he's doing it, he'll wrap his front legs around your chest to hold himself in position. And in the process, he'll probably scratch your tits up a little bit with his claws. Wait, did he say three to four minutes? Yeah. Wait, so this dog has a 10 inch dick and he lasts three to four minutes? Yeah. I gotta say, I'm like, you know, a little. I'm not, I'm not envious, but I'm just sure. But then, you know, that's, it's like. It's not, not bad. It's mm. impressive for a dog. I thought it would be a lot quicker than that. Yeah, I, I guess I. Yeah. I God. Too. Man. Mm. All right. You cut the fucking thing's nails if he's gonna. You know. Yeah, maybe Christ. he's gonna scratch your titties up. Yeah. After he gets through, he usually turns around and tries to pull out. Oh, he'll jerk a little. Not much. Mostly just steady pressure. And I've timed it. The knot will usually shrink en- up enough to come out of your pussy in about three minutes. If he's in your asshole. For some. Th- for some reason, him timing it is like the worst thing. I just, I just I don't, don't understand. I mean, yeah. maybe he, do you think he always brings a dog out with every victim? Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Wow, and he's got like a stopwatch. If he had, I mean, the fact that you told me that, oh, they think he's up to 60. If I had to guess, just like listening to this with no other information, I'd be like, this is his first time doing this. Well, I don't know. Um, I mean, he's obviously, he said like, I don't know, 30 times he's really experienced. Yeah, but that sounds like something you'd say if you hadn't done it before, you know? Yeah, I guess. I mean, Plus, listen to him, to... he sounds like a liar, you know? So I, mean, I, I suppose every, it's yeah. very detailed. You know, the, the one thing I find I amazing. He's a cat piss from here. He's a liar. The, the one know? thing I, I find a bit amazing about this guy, he actually found a woman who's totally cool with this, uh, this, this behavior. There's, just, for there's somebody for everyone yeah. out there. I yeah. mean, I never, you know, you hear people say that, you know, every now and then you're like, yeah, 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 right. There's a lot of people die alone. Mm. But it's like, no, this guy was like, hey, you know, you into watching a girl, a girl get raped by a German shepherd? While I'm, we're watching America's Funniest Home Videos? I'm totally down with that. Okay. Let's hang yeah. out, you know? Oof. 
full about five minutes. I don't use the dog all that often, but I don't deprive him of pussy either. There's no doubt that he's going to be on you a few times while you're here, because I like watching it. And any time it's just you, me, and the dog, it will always be in your butt. The dog knot on his penis is big and extremely uncomfortable when he's uh, pushing it back and forth. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> Does he mean he double teams with the dog? Is that why he said that? I think... Because before he said it was 50-50, whether it's in the butt, but he's like, if I'm around... Well, I think when he's with like his, his girlfriend or maybe yeah. some of his, his you know, bros from the bar, it's like, then it's either whole. But when it's just him, the dog, and her, it's always and anal. And the dog are fucking her at the same time. I don't know if they're DPing. I just think he's like having it go anal and he's watching. It sounds like he is more of a voyeur when it comes to the the, the dogs. Mm. Way up in your ass. I really enjoy watching girl wiggle, jerk, and squirm around while he's doing it. Consequently, I give him a little uh, assistance getting it in the right hole. Okay. Wow. Well, I'm, I'm sure she appreciates that. Yeah. Now, I can't foresee what kind of bitch you're going to be, how you feel about oral sex or any of that shit, but I am going to tell you this, if during oral sex or any other time you should bite one of us, I'm going to cut on you a little bit. I'll cut your nipple off for a starter, and if it's a bad bite, I'll cut your tit off too. That may sound harsh, but your teeth are serious weapons and we're not going to tolerate any shit from you. I have been bitten and I've cut off nipples, so don't fuck around. That's enough said about that. All right. Okay, all right. Well, there's Jesus an ultimatum. Christ, don't you think if he cut her whole breast off, she'd probably bleed to death? Um, I suppose he has medical equipment there to keep right. him alive. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about the circulatory system near the breast. I'm not really sure how that works. You know... I would say if I was in this situation and I was bound, gagged, mm. being raped by a dog, and this guy stuck his penis in my mouth, I would try to bite it off. I mean, what do you have to lose at that point? Your tit? Yeah, but I mean, who cares? You, this, you just bit the guy's dick off. Well, there's, you know, I, I think... It's like Shawshank Redemption, I think remember that? Like in, yeah, I think in that case it'd be like, I'd do that in the hopes that he would kill me. Well, yeah, that's what I would the be thinking. The thing that would be afraid, I'd be afraid of is if... I did that, and then he didn't kill me. Well, it sounds like he cut your tit off. Yeah, that's very painful. Ugh. Yeah. And then keep you alive. Yeah. But then I don't think he's going to put his dick back in your mouth. I don't know. Anyway, so what ended up happening? God, isn't that just grim? Yeah. <laughs> just grim. Glad I took Benadryl Let's go, let's go back to the here. whale Jesus with Christ. its dead calf. Mm. Jesus Christ. Mm. Um... Yeah, so uh, what ended up happening, one of the victims was naked and dog-collared, and she somehow managed to escape from the inescapable torture chamber. Wow. And she went to a neighbor screaming about, uh, about Ray and being raped. And uh, Ray and his girlfriend, uh, Cindy Hendy, were immediately apprehended. And so uh, initially, Hendy kept quiet, but then she cracked under pressure, and she just told police about everything. Who's who's she? That's his girlfriend. Oh, okay, okay. And she accepted a plea deal on uh, kidnapping and rape char- charges. You had a wife sentenced... and a girlfriend. No, that he had a wife. Oh. divorce is his girlfriend. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, um, she accepted a plea deal on kidnapping and rape. Was sentenced to thirty-six years. She will be paroled in twenty twenty. Hmm. So two years she gets out. Yeah, it's crazy. Wow. Uh, her testimony led the police to discover that Ray had been helped in abductions and murders by his daughter, Glenda Jesse Ray, and uh, his friend, Dennis Yancey. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Ray was ultimately charged with kidnapping and rape of three women. He's found guilty, sentenced, sentenced to 224 years. Um, his, uh, his friend Ray, or his friend, Ray's friend, uh, Dennis Yancey, confessed to torture and killing Yancey's ex-girlfriend with Ray. Mm. So then they charged, uh, charged him with murder based on that as well. Um, Yancey was found guilty of second-degree murder, conspiracy to commit first-degree murder. Oh, because they couldn't find the body. I'm surprised he let Yancey do that. It well, was no, Yancey's it, ex-girlfriend? Yeah, you know, isn't that kind of weird? Because normally I'd imagine in these situations the person's a stranger. You yeah, know, so with most of the people. So, yeah. but uh, that guy is uh, up for parole in 2021. His uh, daughter received a sentence of nine years. Hmm. A year after the conviction, Ray died of a heart attack. Unfortunately, didn't you want to see this guy just suffer in prison? Yeah, yeah. It was an awful man. But police have never found a corpse that they could pin on David Parker Ray. Hmm. Yeah, though uh, his girlfriend and his friend Yancey said they believe Ray disposed their bodies, and they showed him several areas where Ray said he had disposed of these corpses. Hmm. FBI never found anyone. Never found any bodies. And uh, they found uh, unidentified personal effects and jewelry in his trailer. And they think there's a lot of victims and they're still searching for victims, but they have never actually found any bodies. Jesus. Yeah. God, this guy's horrific, isn't yeah. he? I mean, just it was, you know, the one thing I'm surprised, how come like no one like uh, like Negative Land or uh, the, I don't know, the Swans or ever sampled any of this music or any of this, uh, this these tapes? Uh, well, it's not exactly like, you know, ingredients for a hit. No, I know? mean, but I, couldn't you see somebody like, you know, making just some kind of horrible noise music with that? Or industrial music or something? I could see Skinny Puppy using clips Yeah, I that. guess you could. Yeah, I'm I, I don't know, I, feel, I find like in, the, in a lot of those songs, like, even if the sample's weird, it's usually something pleasant to hear. Yeah. <laughs> you know? This guy's voice would just ruin it all. Yeah, it ruins everything. Yeah. God, could you imagine being his cellmate? He starts telling you about how he's going to eat breakfast and, yeah. you know, how, he's gonna, how he likes his bacon and then just start talking about all the different torture. I'd be like, shut up. Yeah. God, I hate your voice. Man. I, I, think, I think that happened to the guy who was, um, had to be cellmates with um, Mark David Chapman. He just ended up just throwing lit cigarettes at Mark David Chapman constantly. Just telling him to shut up. Yeah. Yeah. God. I mean, that, that's the thing. It's like, I mean, the whole... The whole idea of his toy box, the, the sexual torture is just, it's horrifying. But I think the worst part about it is having to sit through that goddamn orientation tape. Right, yeah. Man, could you manage to throw, I mean, we just played a, a few fo- clips. Was this a video or was it an audio tape? No, it's audio. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's an audio tape. Do you think he put it in like a Teddy Ruxpin? <laughs> <laughs> just Hi, a Teddy Ruxpin would you like play? to hear a story? <laughs> Or it'd be better if it was yeah. like his voice just like yeah, yeah, speaking yeah, yeah. through Teddy Ruxpin. And every single hole, bitch. Mm. <laughs> People's episode 648 here is sick and wrong. Uh, we have new stories coming up next, but first, here's a word about our Patreon page. Do you need more sick and wrong in your life? Do you need one more news story to make you feel normal? Are three phone calls barely enough to feed the raging beast of desire? Well, then it's time for you to get the help you need and become a Sick and Wrong patron. Sign up at patreon.com slash sickandwrong and you'll have access to exclusive Patreon-only content such as news stories, extra phone calls, and much, much more. 
Become a patron today and help us make a better Sick and Wrong for tomorrow. That's patreon.com slash sickandwrong. So this first story here is uh, right up your alley. God, this is like your, I don't know, is this like your... Uh, your fantasy show or something. We just talked about all that. Oh yeah. And torture. I, I love whale corpses. <laughs> what, you know, no, but so I, really the whale corpses ruined it, yeah. but all the sex chamber, that stuff was fine. No, if anything, that <laughs> ruined everything for me forever. You know, well, this will get you back. Okay, this will get right. you back in the mood. All right. All right? Good. Jesus. Thank you. Um, God. God, we're just damaging your libido here. Uh, jogger had teen fulfill her rape fantasy. Okay. Then turn it into a real crime. Mm. Um, this 19-year-old jogger uh, told Indiana deputies a terrifying tale. Okay. Or it would have been terrifying had it been true. She said she had been jogging alone through Indiana's uh, Mound State Park when a man attacked her. The attacker apparently had been loitering suspiciously on a trail. Um, and when she ventured onto another trail to avoid him, he followed and tackled her to the ground, groping her and hitting her in the face. Um, the woman said she managed to scratch and hit the attacker until she could get away. So it's okay. kind of, it sounded like, you know, this is like a typical run-of-the-mill park rape. Hmm. You know, I think it was David Tell who said, that's why you should never go jogging. Right. Because that's, those are the guys who always find corpses. Wait, so, so um, what did he do? He just... What did she say he did? Just jumped She said on she was just sitting there uh, yeah. running on the trail, minding yeah. her own business, having a morning jog, and he just like tackled her to the ground, groped her, and punched her. Okay. Yeah, so mm. he tried to rape her, and she scratched him and got away. Mm. Uh, but the woman's story fell apart after a month of investigation. Yeah. And 19-year-old Marguerite Maggie Wallace of Pendleton, Indiana, was charged with providing false information to authorities. Mm. Uh, the break in the case came after uh, detectives had looked at admissions receipts from the day of the incident at the state park, which I find that kind of surprising. Do they really, I guess if, if someone claims she was raped yeah. by like an unknown assailant, I don't know if they actually caught somebody, would they look into it that much? Like where they're actually checking out admission receipts, trying to figure it out? You, or you have to pay admission to get into the park? I guess. Oh. I mean, I guess it makes sense that they would get into it. Seems like a pretty easy step to take if that's the case, you know? I just didn't think that. I I figured like, oh, okay, the attacker's not here. Hmm. What do he look like? A description. I didn't think they'd go into that much uh, detail. But it is Indiana. What else do they have to do? Right, yeah. Um, They found an admission receipt that included a partial credit card number that detectives thought might belong to a suspect. Uh, They got a search warrant to find the full credit card number, and they found out that the cardholder was a 17-year-old male. In Indianapolis. Oh. Yeah. They found the 17-year-old, and he revealed the truth. Hmm. He and Wallace, the victim, had connected over an anonymous chatting application called Whisper and had set up a rendezvous at the park to fulfill her rape fantasy. Hmm. Yeah. According to authorities, the juvenile kept a screenshot of conversations with Wallace safe to his phone, and he showed the conversation to investigators which uh, backed up his version of what happened. So is that how you plan a rape fantasy? Like, do you do it? Do you meet someone on an app, like on Tinder, and then plan the rape fantasy? Like, how's, how's it go down? You've done this before. Uh, yeah, kind of. I mean, t- to what degree are we talking about? 
Well, like something like this, where you're you're running through the park and you you get tackled and held down. Normally, you do you don't do it with somebody you just met on a fucking app, unless unless you're an idiot, you know. But what what if it's like a sex app? I think when I first came on the show, I was telling you about some girl that I'd met on fucking at the munch. Yeah, at the munch. I know I didn't meet her on the munch. I just met her. I just talked to her on the site, and it was like I was gonna do like a kidnapping thing, you know. Where you're just gonna show, or she's gonna show up at your house or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah. Like, like, you, you know, it's called consensual non-consent. Is what they call it. Consensual non-consent. Never so, heard that before. I, 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 no, I actually haven't. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I just have never heard that term. Okay. But have you ever done something like this where you're actually in a public? Like, if she was like, you know, I want you to go into a Chuck E. Cheese. And, uh, you know, wear the mouse outfit and grab me from behind and pull me into like a, your, your Ford Pinto or something. I did that with a girlfriend. I, mean, <laughs> I did that with a girlfriend. At a Chuck E. Cheese? No, not at a fucking Chuck E. Cheese, you <laughs> idiot. Come on. I didn't think they'd allow you in one. <laughs> no, I, like we did a thing where she was a jogger and like when we did it in well, the so park. That's, that's pretty similar yeah. to this. But I mean, it's like, there's, there's like consensual, there's consensual non-consent to differing degrees, right? You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, there's like, oh, there's like some theatrics or, you know, like. So uh, you kind of little pretend. Bit of struggling. Ch- yeah. yeah, like she'll pretend like a little bit like it's. Then there's like full on like, you know. You're simula- tackling her to simulation, the ground. You know, rape, which I've done like once. Like full on where it's like. In a park, like in a public in a setting? No, oh, no, okay. it was at my house. But this was somebody that I knew pretty well. Um, and it was like a. You know, verse. She requested it. Um, she tell you exactly what you needed to do and yeah. what kind of weapon to yeah, use. Yeah, and it was like there's no weapon involved. Oh, she but I had to overpower her, which took like a half an hour. Wow, she fought you like yeah. Like how was, big was this you know, woman? Because again, normally was she like Xena, the warrior princess. Like I don't get it. No, but if somebody's actually struggling hard, it's like you know, because I had to I had to subdue her and tie her to the bed. You know, like and she was fighting like as if one would fight. If that were normally happening, well, in I reality. thought you guys were like LARPing, rape LARPing here. No, 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 dude. I'm telling you, normally it's just like a little play. There's a little, you know, uh, like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. Do, no, that would. <laughs> if that happened, I'd just Why leave. May? If they said, oh my god, I'd be like, all right, see ya. No, but, you know, you're coming no, to get me. Yeah, or it's like you know, you're having sex and you're like hold the wrist down and they like. Yeah, and they got a little bit of resistance or something. No, no, no. That was not this. This was like full, you know. Did you get a black eye or something? And she told me that she tried this before with a male prostitute that, I don't know if this is true, but she told me that she tried this before with a male prostitute she hired and it didn't work out because she fucking hit him in the face with a gun when he tried to do it. God. Yeah. Wow. She's a little too into it. Like this is beyond LARPing. No, no, yeah, I, this was real. This was full on. You know, this wasn't just like play. This was she wanted me to really. Okay, what what are the? Uh, I was wondering and I didn't what, how much did she to, weigh? To be honest, I'd never want to do it again. How much she to weigh? That degree, um, like a buck twenty, buck ten. Uh, yeah, something like that. Probably. Okay, and she's yeah. like what five four? Yeah, something like that. Okay, so that I mean, there's quite a bit of a size difference there, yeah. but you still, it was a struggle to like overpower. Yeah, Man. and tire the bed. It's hard. 
you know? I mean, I guess I've never tried it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, know, I probably wouldn't be that good at well, it. Like, it took, it took, just, it took me barely half taller. an hour. And by the time I was done, I was like, kind of, I was like, Jesus Christ. You know? <laughs> like, were you all sweaty and I out was, of breath? Yeah, I was exhausted. My muscles were all aching, and it was like, it was like doing a serious workout. You know? God. You should take advice from the toy box killer and just give her some, like, I don't know, would it put like a Bill Cosby or a hot Cosby in her drink or something. I mean, she, you know, she was, she's also the same person that I told you about um, a few weeks ago who, like, you know, first exposed me to knife play where she had me handcuffed and she just, like, put the knife to my throat wow. before we fucked and after and while we were fucking. She you know? sounds like marriage material. How'd you <laughs> let that one slip away? Right, right now. <laughs> um, but I was, you know, I was a little like, you know, because I like play like that, but um, it disturbed me a little bit, to be honest. And it's uh, also physically exerting. I yeah, mean, I wouldn't, was, I wouldn't yeah. be expecting that. But she said it was the best sexual experience of her life. Oh, so and it only happened once. Like you were done. Yeah. Did she want it to continue? I think she wanted to. I, I I think that kind of experience is like hard to do to do it on the regular or any in ready any well, yeah, regularity. I imagine. You know? So I just feel like with someone like that, it's like, like if she'd asked me to do it again, I might have. I don't know. I'd have to. This was years ago, so I'd have to think. About I just it. feel like someone like that. It's just like sometimes you just want to have just a regular good old poke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I just I just want to have, have sex with you and then just you know roll over and we can watch Better Call Saul or something. Okay, but she would probably never be down with that. Uh, I'm okay with that. You, you're okay with her never just being down for just a good old fashioned poke. Yeah, because I really you know like I, I'll I'll have regular sex, but if given the opportunity to make it not regular, I would always take that opportunity. I don't know. You know, I'm I'm ha- I'm perfectly happy with regular sex, but again, if you give me the opportunity, I'm always going to take it. I guess with me, it's like, I don't mind every now, you know, I don't mind doing that every now and then. Right. Maybe not doing a simulated rape where it's actually I'm fighting with someone for 30 minutes. Yeah. But I don't mind doing a little bondage or something like that every now and then. But I mean, sometimes it's just like, I just want to get laid and go to bed. I got to get up in the morning. Right. You know? Uh, But anyway, they, they were on this app whisper, which I don't even know. Do you yeah, know Whisper? I haven't, I haven't heard. Is that a dating app or is that um just as an anonymous chatting application? Okay. I've so used, I don't know if you could I've just go Kik. on there. That's one. Is that the same kind K-I-K, of deal? Okay, yeah. It's like for it's it's mainly used for weird hookup stuff. But yeah, it's just the generic chatting. How, how do you uh, is there a picture associated with who you're talking to? Yeah, usually, yeah. Oh, okay. But usually it's someone you meet you don't usually meet them through Kick. You meet them elsewhere and then they'll like, Oh, and then you, you yeah. chat, huh? I guess probably Whisper sounds similar. So anyway, uh, yeah, he um, showed the screenshots to the detectives and was like, no, this is her plan, okay? Mm. She had a plan, you know? I didn't, like, go and rape her in the park. This is a plan. They then went back to Wallace here, Maggie Wallace. At first, she denied uh, all of this new information. Uh, But ultimately, she uh, ended up confessing that she didn't tell the investigators the truth when she initially filed the report Mm. of being sexually assaulted. Why would she lie about this? I mean, if, if you know, th- that's the other thing, too, I was going to get to. They, when they you do something out, like this. How did they f- exactly find out she was lying? Well, that's what I was saying. Like, mm. if you do something like this in public, the chances of having a witness who's not in on the LARPing, right. the rape LARP, would probably call 911. Yes. And so that's exactly what happened. A yeah. witness saw, you know, the guy tackle her and, like, struggle with her on the ground and was like, 911, someone's getting raped. Yeah. And that's how they ended up getting caught. I don't know if he ran away, but she ended up like saying, yeah, I was raped. And he, I don't know if he ran away based on that. And they so I guess she later. fought too hard because he didn't actually end up 
they didn't actually end up having sex, right? No, she managed to, scr- I, I guess, scratch and hit the attacker. Or maybe the guy, you know, the witness called 911 and was like, get off her. And then mm. he just got up and ran. I see, I see. That's probably what happened. Mm. But I don't, know, I don't know why she would just, why wouldn't she just admit like, oh, hey, you know, this is all fantasy. Right. Everything's cool. He's in on it. I'm in on it. You know, we're just having fun here. This is how we get off. Yeah. And then, I mean, if someone said that to me, I'd be like, all right. Okay. Right. Well, then I'm going to go uh, over there now. Yeah. <laughs> Have fun. Carry on. You know, I, I just, I'd be like, okay, I, it's weird. I think I've seen a lot of short films with that premise on YouTube. <laughs> um, yeah. So the rape fantasy had been witness, witnessed by another person in the park who uh, came over and called 911. Mm. Uh, Wallace is being held on a $3,000 bond and the false information charge is a class A misdemeanor. Hmm. Uh, I like how the sheriff's office just shared the story on their Facebook just to add insult to injury. What the fuck? Yeah, the Indiana sheriff's like, let's just post this on Facebook, name the victim. Here's a rape fantasy that happened in the park. And uh, one commenter has to, has to say this. Uh, this makes me feel better about the park and our safety. Yeah. How? I think it's weird that you got creepy fetishists using the park for rape fantasies. Well, and not to mention, you could still go get raped in that park. Someone still can rape you in that park. Yeah, but if, if, if it started to happen and somebody called the cops, you know? Yeah, I guess there are like concerned citizens. Right. Yeah. So, there you go. Anyway. Yeah, she's charged with a misdemeanor. Okay. What do you have here for the second story? Well... Oh, yeah, well... Maybe because of the age... How old was the dude? Is seventeen? Okay, she was nineteen. Yeah, I mean, isn't what's what's the AOC in, in Indiana in the Midwest? Uh, like probably sixteen. It's a sixteen. Yeah. So there's literally okay. So well, and she, again, she had that's no a great reason. reason why you don't play around with somebody unless you know them. No, you know? yeah, that's a good idea. There's a lot of reasons for it, but but I mean, know. what an idiot! Like I just I just don't see why she wouldn't be like you know we're just larping. Yeah, having weird. some fun. Hmm. Anyway, all right, accused Seven Eleven axe attacker. Evie Amati pleads for release from prison on bail. So, uh, 20 minutes before Evie Amati allegedly carried out the horrifying axe attack caught on video, she wrote a chilling post on Facebook. Humans are only able to destroy, to hate, so that is what I'll do. She's an emo trans girl, this woman. Yeah, she is. Yeah. yeah. You know, it, it's funny. I'll post a picture on the, on the, on the site. But I, sh- I saw this story, showed it to Harrison, showed a picture. Harrison's like, dude, she's hot. Yeah, she's hot. <laughs> is she your style of, uh, yeah. of trans girl? Yeah, she is. Hmm. But, you, but you were saying that she's, well, we'll get to it. Okay, is she okay. post-op or is she pre-op? Um, she's post-op. Post-op. Hmm. What do you prefer, post or pre? <sighs> I like if you had to choose, I've never, I've never been with the post. Oh, you never been in the post? Yeah. So yeah. I don't, I can't really say what I prefer. You know. Well, we'll see what happens in Edinburgh. All right. <laughs> uh, the 24-year-old <laughs> had been on a Tinder date with a woman and had taken amphetamines as well as cannabis and alcohol. Her lawyer told the court. So that's interesting. Do you think? Mm-hmm. So th- this, she, she's a post-op transsexual mm-hmm. and, or post-op woman. Um, she identifies as a woman. So she's going on a date with a woman. Do you think that woman knew that she you know, was formerly a man or does it matter at that point? Uh, uh, it said that um, 
Amadi had said on Facebook Messenger that she was worried the woman had found her ugly, did not make eye contact, and may not have known she was transgender. Oh, so, so she that's didn't weird. even know. Yeah, so she's... But apparently Amadi was upset about that, which is kind of bizarre. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Yeah. So when you go on a... If, if you're a transgender person, you're going on a date with someone, either male or female, do you usually tell... A, are you upfront about it? Like, oh, yeah, hey, Or do you expect them to, to be yeah. able to tell or yes, discern usually. that you're transgender? Yeah. Huh. Okay. I mean, I don't know what the exact ethics are. Yeah, like I was wondering you what know? the etiquette is. Um... I mean, unfortunately, you know, you do hear a lot about like fucking transgender women getting murdered. Yeah. You know, um, by like lunatics because they're like, oh, I didn't know. Oh, a, lunatic, like, a lunatic who's insecure in their sexuality. Right, exactly. And all of a sudden they, they yeah. find out that, oh, I had no idea, even though normally you can tell. Right. So it's, you know, the impetus, impetus shouldn't be on them to tell. Um, but I would imagine just like in an ethical dating situation, you probably should say. Well, she kind of looks like, uh, who's the singer of Against Me? The be- you know that punk band Against Me? No, I don't know that one. Uh, the lead singer became a woman. Okay. But it's covered in tattoos. Kind of mm. looks like, uh, sort of looks like this, this transgendered woman. Yeah. What's her name? Evie? Evie, yeah. yeah. Uh, Evie left the Tinder date uh, telling the woman later via messenger that there was no positive chemistry. Okay. Mm. Um, so, uh, it was the, the prosecutor said that it was the bitterness of rejection of the failed Tinder date and a recently failed relationship that fueled a homicidal ideation she had harbored for some considerable time. Meta, the prosecutor said in March and July, Amani had told doctors, I'm going to kill a lot of people. Hmm. So there you go. Um, her defense attorney described the pain, suffering, and torment she had gone through during a daily dilation process following her sex change operation in Thailand. You know, I've heard that a, a lot of people do travel to Thailand. And this was in Australia, by the way. But they travel to Thailand to get a sex change because okay. it's a lot cheaper. Okay. But wouldn't you be nervous about that? Yeah. It's like going to Mexico for like a vasectomy or something. I just wouldn't, I wouldn't trust it. Yeah. A life-changing, like permanent... Although, operation that you know I'd have to live with for I'd want it I'd want to pay top dollar I feel like you know although yeah. they do that often mm. they do it frequently in Thailand right so maybe you know they got it down okay you know yeah uh, but what what is this deal with the she's saying it's a dilation yeah process like I don't understand what do you mean like they're stretching out the the, the vulva yeah I think so it, like well or I like just the vagina I or read it when I was editing this and it's like I guess like after, for I don't know six months or longer after the operation they have to regularly dilate it um, like in the same way that if you don't you know when you get your ear pierced um, if you don't you like, keep, keep stretching there, yeah, it's yeah. Got, it'll close up it's, it won't close up but it'll it won't have the same it'll tighten up to the point it won't where, have the uh, elasticity or whatever yeah or this, or uh, it won't have the depth and the you know width it'll it'll start to huh get what, what do they use to dilate it i don't know a speculum maybe i'm not really sure this is, there's a lot of questions here yeah there are a lot of questions i wonder if we have any trans listeners we used to have a trans listener we yeah i think we do yeah she should call in we and explain add, this yeah, explain us her. explain the dilation process right here. yeah because i know she's had the the thing so hmm. um uh, together with the breakup from her partner, she was feeling suicidal. Uh, he told the court as Amadi bent forward and put her face in her hands. On the n- 
on the night of the attack, Amadi had gone out with a woman called Michaela Jackson. Jansen, rather. Jansen and Amadi started talking on Tinder at 3.10 p.m. that afternoon. They had met up and gone by taxi to a hotel and several other venues and taken what they thought was ecstasy. The defense attorney said it wasn't ecstasy. It was another form of amphetamine believed to be MDMA. Well, MDMA Wait, is pretty close to ecstasy, That is it? pretty, yeah. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. And yeah, exactly. It's yeah. like another. It's it's like an amphetamine. I mean, maybe there is. Some... Well, look. I mean, MD. That's what MA and MDMA stands yeah, for. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but it's closely related. But it's a different drug. You know, I suppose. I but mean... but I, what he might mean is that it was it was MDMA or that was heavily cut with meth also. Because that yeah, happens. that's kind of what I that's that, what I was that's thinking. That's pretty common. You know. So there you go. Um, be me 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 at twelve forty eight a.m. Five minutes into the shared taxi ride, Amadi decided to leave the date. Oh, wait, so was this a, was this the lady who was rejecting her previously? This was the date where she was like, she didn't even know that she was transgender, no eye contact. What do you mean re- rejecting her? Earlier you were saying she was on a date with a woman, didn't know she was transgender, oh, avoided eye contact. She said she thought she didn't know. But is this the, is this the date yeah, where this, she yeah. oh, Okay, so she was yeah. just like, I'm done. Yeah. All right. She's like, I'm done. Um, and then Jansen like sent her a Facebook message and she's like, Oh, later after she left and she's like, Oh, I'm all good. Um, subsequent messages posted via Facebook said spirits untroubled by the terrors of the world. And most people deserve to die. That first one sounds like something you'd write spirits untroubled by the terrors of the world. You text me some weird shit every now and then. Um, so uh, she, they played the video of the attack in court while uh, Amadi was listening from prison um, and she could be heard sobbing over the video. As the video showed the attacker swinging the axe high in the air and bringing it down on Ben Rimmer's head, Amadi could be heard crying and saying, oh no, on the audio link from Silverwater Jail. I don't get it. Why 7-Eleven? Because it's open at 2.19 a.m.? But so she just randomly got an axe. Yeah. She was at home. She got an axe. And she was like, I'm going to go just full on uh, the shining in there, you know? Yeah. And just, she's like crazy Jack, just starts chopping people up. Yep. Wow. We only really know the, you know, the reasoning behind it. We only really know what the, the prosecutor is, is, is uh, suggesting. And the defense attorney is just trying to get her like an insanity type plea so she can be in a psychiatric hospital i suppose you know i've heard that uh, i don't know about it about australia but we should probably ask some of our australian listeners here um i've heard that 7-elevens are really nice in other countries really yeah like here yeah like you can go to a 7-eleven in japan you get like sushi and you get like actually decent food oh sure yeah you go to 7-eleven i don't know about australia but maybe it's actually kind of a nice like restaurant slash convenience store here like would you ever eat any of the 7-eleven food i've done it like those disgusting hot dogs? Yeah, I've done it in dark times. Oh, and, man. You know, sometimes you just need something, you know? Oh, it's just, it's, it's, the food looks utterly vile. It doesn't yep. even look edible. I've probably eaten Have you ever had the nachos? Times. I've never had the nachos. I've had the pizza. I've had the hot dogs. God, it's, you, you might as well just yeah. pay for diarrhea. <laughs> um, oddly enough, I don't think I got diarrhea from that. But anyway, the, um, as the two further swings of the act rained down on Sharon Hacker, uh, Amadi could be heard sobbing and saying, oh, fuck. 
Oh, wow. So she was actually re- like remorseful while she was swinging the axe. No, 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 no. She's saying that in court. Oh, in over court the after, after yeah. watching it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. While they were playing it for her in court, she wasn't in court. She was in prison, but they had her on speakerphone or some shit. What was she yelling during the axe attack? Um, I don't think the fucking CCTV records oh, sound. pick up any dude, sound. So no. Okay, I guess. Um, Hell of a Molly trip. Yo, let me ask you something. <laughs> I don't think that's what she was saying. <laughs> Um, but these are weird looking people that are getting attacked by her at 2.19 in the morning at, at 7-Eleven. Because, you know, you go to 7-Eleven at 2.19 in the morning. There's some yeah, interesting you know, folks. In have there. you ever been to the one at Sunset and near La Brea? I don't think I've ever been to that one. It's kind of over by uh, Compadre over there, the Guitar Center. Mm. That's one of the weirdest 7-Elevens I've ever been. There will really? be like prostitutes, there will be mm. pimps, there will be yeah. drug dealers, there will be mm. like some old weirdo like you know yeah. agoraphobe who only comes out at like 3 a.m it's yeah it's a weird scene <laughs> over there and it's an american 7-eleven they're disgusting right yeah 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 well it's ben benjamin rimmer this guy that she attacked hell of a surname man. i know right <laughs> mr rimmer yeah that's, that's great <laughs> uh he looks like clive owen and then sharon hacker is 43 but she doesn't look a day over 63 and she also she looks like she was actually a character in the movie Hackers twenty years ago, <laughs> because she she's got like multicolored dreadlocks and shit. Wow, you know, yeah, she looks like fucking like a nineties Claire uh, Danes hacker. friend on uh, you know uh, my so called life, but she grew up or some shit. And they're just like randomly just you know at the Seven Eleven at two nineteen a.m. Yeah. yeah, and then in comes the maniac uh, transgendered lady. Yep. Um. Yeah, so they saw they played a video of her earlier in that night, showed her in a black lacy top and shorts with another woman carrying bags. Um, the prosecutor said that Amadi would pose an unacceptable risk to the community if released for treatment at a psychiatric clinic. Um, he said after the attack, she had walked from the 7-Eleven down the road and selected the most discreet place to lay down. She waited there. The axe was set upright. Her phone was beside her, and she feigned unconsciousness until police arrived. Which mm. that makes yeah. zero sense. I don't. I, I mean, yeah. Who knows? Don't ask I wonder, me to like, that. at what time did they actually take the the MDMA? That's a good question. Because I'm wondering if this is like the come down off of it, mm. or if this is like the peak. Because <laughs> this is someone I would never want to trip with. No, 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 no. Um. The shocking CCTV footage um, was released two days after the attack, which shows a woman strolling casually into the 7-Eleven with a large axe and then viciously attacking two customers in a bloody rampage. Um, Police allege Amadi is the heavily tattooed young woman with scruffy blonde hair that uh, that walks into the 7-Eleven. In the video, she swings the axe at Ben Rimmer, who was in 7-Eleven buying a pie. Buying a pie? Buying a pie, yeah. Then attacks 43-year-old Sharon Hacker, who is buying milk, then steps over her and exits the shop. So she didn't actually kill them, though. She just, Nope, she didn't kill them. She just injured them. Yeah, right. which is like, I don't know. I feel like it'd be hard to attack someone with an axe and not kill them. Yeah, you'd think you'd like, I mean, maybe, maybe she just didn't have a good swing or something. Mm. I don't know. I mean, a lot of velocity with or it or something. Just dull, you know. Yeah, axe. okay, it could be. I wonder, where'd she get the axe? That's a good question. Yeah, who has an axe? I don't have an axe. Is it a fire axe? Maybe. Oh, like maybe break. in her apartment building or something, in her mm. flat. Like she like had. There's a you know in case of fire. Mm. 
get the axe. But still, I haven't seen an axe in a long time. Or just kind of hanging around. <laughs> you see him sometimes. I, I love the picture because the picture is just like she's just walking in, like kind of nonchalant. Yeah. You know, this like blonde girl covered in tattoos, yep. wearing like yeah, what like black lace shirt or something. Yeah, it's just carrying a big ass axe. Yep. Like just ready to to like you know fuck some shit up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. God. That's it. Anyway, so uh, she's she's in jail. She's in jail. Is she in? Uh, do you, is she sent to a female prison? It doesn't go into it. It just said that um, he was trying to get into a psychiatric one because he said there's no treatment for transgenders in jail. Hmm. I know in the United States it like depends. I think on what state you're in or something, whether you'll be sent to a female jail or a male jail. Or a male or jail. Yeah. I remember a, a buddy of mine. Um, he went to San Quentin. Mm. And his uh, cellmate was a trans prostitute. Mm. And uh, she was very popular. Uh, yeah. Very yeah. popular. He sure. said, like, all day there would be guys just coming by dropping her off stuff from, like, the commis- the commissary. Right, yeah. Just being, like, trying to get, you know, trying mm. to get in her favor. Um, and, she, and he said she had, like, big fake tits. <laughs> it's like, wow. It's got to be kind of crazy. Like, Did right. you get a blowjob? He's like, no. <laughs> um... People, send your story. Take on podcast at uh, hotmail.com. We have phone calls coming up next. 323-522-4032 is that number. Uh, but first, here's a word from uh, Adam and Eve. Hey, guys. It's me, Stephen. I'm a huge fan of your show. Thanks to your awesome coupon code, Diddle. I can buy myself loads of good sex toys. Since both of my wives died, and my Lugaric's disease got pretty bad, let's just say things in the bedroom got pretty boring. But thanks to adamandeve.com and coupon code DIDDLE, D-I-D-D-L-E, I am now a new man. So you got a few phone calls to get to. Uh, people can call the Sick Wrong Hotline at 323-522-4032. Uh, the first call we have is uh, from, from, from that guy, Daniel. I don't know if he's saying his name is Daniel hmm. or Daniel. He says Daniel, I think. How do you spell Daniel? Mm. A D A N N E L D A N E L. The hell kind of name is Daniel? Other than maybe that'd be Danell. Yeah, I would think it was Danell, and he doesn't sound like a guy who would go by Danell. No, you know, I'm thinking his name is Daniel, and he's saying it really fast. Can't say Daniel. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, here's Daniel. That's like you know how in Rhode Island they like they don't pronounce R's when they should, and they pronounce R's when they shouldn't. Like how they'll be like you know. You know who's real smart on that Star Trek? Spark. <laughs> that's what those, I'm serious. That's what they say. That's how they say shit. Yeah. All right. Spark. Hey, sick and wrong. It's Daniel. Calling from my mother's basement. Um, was that Daniel? It was Daniel. Daniel. Yeah. All right. I guess I stand yeah. corrected there. Daniel. You saved time. You yeah. Know? Basement. What the fuck? Calling from my mother's garage. Um... Just listen to the recent episode. You guys are talking about gangbangs and gangbang porn and the appeal. What's the appeal of gangbang porn? Um, 
You know, I won't lie, there's there's one specific one. There's a pretty sexy porn star named Brittany Amber. I've checked out her gangbang porn, definitely for sure. And I didn't masturbated to it, because why not? Um, you get bored. Um, and I guess, I trying to explain it to my buddy Kyle, what the what possibly the appeal is, and I guess maybe he didn't seem to agree, but he doesn't want, he's not down with that shit. I think he's kind of suppressed, and he, he's not, I don't even think he, he might not even watch porn. And Wait, he's kind of, he's kind of repressed, so right. he doesn't, yeah, yeah. So he doesn't get into any kind of, I can understand being like, yeah, I'm not too into gangbang porn, because I'm not. Yeah, he said it. Had you ever heard of the porn star you mentioned? No. You know, but again, I don't watch normal Yeah, porn, I was about so. to say, you probably would yeah. know. I don't really, I've kind of fallen out of touch with porn star names these yeah. days. I got, you know, I don't even pay attention anymore. Right. Yeah, you know, I guess I used to know porn stars back in the day when you'd have like a magazine or something. Yeah. You know, but there's only a few porn stars. I can't even off the top of my head even think of one that I'm not. Yeah, I feel like normally they're, they, they get a little more clever than just like, Fucking Britney Amber, you know? Yeah, like it's a just, little weird, you know? Yeah, I figured there'd be. Although I'd watch weird porn. More of a creative you know? name there. Yeah. But yeah, I can understand why your buddy would be so like, like nah, you I'll watch porn and there'll be a chick named like Evola Crowley or some shit, you know, some bullshit. It's not a real one, but something like that. So, um, was he asking, like, hey, do you want to get together and watch gangbang porn? Probably not. He's probably just having the same fucking discussion you that and I we were are. Having. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm fucked up. Probably more than likely I'm fucked up. But uh, so um, it's almost like. But you and I are talking about it. I'm sure. I mean, I know I have at least once. I'm sure at some point you've masturbated to gangbang porn. Just like. I'm sure I have for yeah. lack of something better to masturbate yes, to. Exactly. You know, I can yeah. see that, but I don't seek it out. Right. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Like, it's such, and, you know, people keep talking about, like, you know, I don't really think it's about really putting the lady down or anything like that. It's more just like, she's such a super skank, and, like, that's really hot, if that makes sense. Like, I don't, I, you know, it's, it's a hard thing to get a beat on, but uh, that was my two cents. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I was about to say, this is, like, the worst defense of gangbang yeah. porn I've ever heard. Right. So she's just a, a slut, and it's hot that she's a slut? Is that what he's saying? Yeah, that's what he's saying. But it's not a put-down, apparently. I, I disagree, okay. but it's fine. Yeah. I think just, like, hyper, the con like, even, the, I mean, slut, I mean, it's just a stupid, just a stupid term. But, um, I guess maybe that's the appeal. I don't know, that it's just, like... It's just like so sexually pervasive that um that yeah that pervasive. <laughs> he's I think he means he, perverse. He's saying perverse, but he's already missed you several yeah. words here. He said suppressed instead of repressed, and he said pervasive instead of yeah. perverse. I think Danielle is kind of high. Yeah, and maybe he doesn't even know how to pronounce his own name. I think he might actually be like a million insects in a human suit or something. <laughs> Because the way he misuses language, like I think it's know? like that roach in uh, what was that roach alien in Men in Black? Men in Black, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so wait, so this is is Danielle writing like a thesis on 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 like the uh, the appeal of gangbang porn? I guess according we kind to of people to call in and tell us about so, it. We, we did. We were kind of asking for like women who might be into it. 
I think. I, I would like, like to know. A, yeah. I'd like to actually meet a woman who's in a gang. Well, you will. Yeah, maybe. In less than a week, you will. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, nice. I'm young terrorist. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I have met her already. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You have. It's erotic as fuck. Um, and yeah. Well. Crystal rock is fucked? No, it's erotic as fuck. Oh, okay. What okay. is crystal rock? I don't know. I thought it was like... Um, is it some kind of like... rock. I thought it was some kind of like meth. new age rock oh, or okay. something. You know? Like, uh, like what was Crystal that? Castles. There was that band Enigma. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do, 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 do. Crystal Rock. Sadness, part oh, wow. one. I don't know why. All right. uh, that's my two cents. Um, I'd really enjoy it if you guys played Sick by Ceremony for the second wrong song of the week. Again, that's Sick by Ceremony. I'd greatly appreciate it. I could use it, guys. Um, but There's a minute left in this call. For some reason. What? It's still going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of want to cut it short because he's not really saying anything. I mean, we could try. He could say something amazing in the next minute. I, I bet you it just... Mm -hmm. He probably just didn't hang up the phone. No, it looks like he's well, talking. Yeah, well, that's my two cents. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, just one of those things. Uh, and opinions about it, you know, it's all it's all highly subjective. You know, it's all subjectivity. You know, there's it's hard to... <laughs> It's a kind of hard thing to put a beat on, oh you know. <laughs> I would think by now, at least people would have that kind of knowledge. That. And what are you talking like about? These hardcore opinions and shit, and and trying to guilt people, and uh, like the whole. You guys touched base a little bit on uh, jealousy porn, on uh, girlfriends being jealous about pornography. Could you imagine asking this guy if aliens exist? Oh my god. <laughs> So what do you think of Jesus yeah. and religion well, and God, I, I the think, concept of God? I think belief in God is really perversive, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's like, uh, I think that's just all about, it's like an inferiority complex. They feel inferior to the women in the videos, but that's not yeah, what it's about what it's about it's just more about you know getting yourself into the erotic just an erotic zone and and watching something that's stimulating and uh trying to achieve a, a certain thanks, thanks dr drew to the erotic yeah. zone yeah. <laughs> yeah thank you dr drew yeah it's not what did he say it was jealousy or something no he uh, said it's like when you have a girlfriend who's jealousy watching porn it's like she feels inferior oh. to the porn actresses i don't think it's that i think i i sometimes get Neurotic about like, uh oh, her ass is better than mine or something. I've I've seen that happen. You know I've what I think? I think it is. It's like, mm -hmm. why don't you want to have sex with me? Right. Instead, you're just masturbating to uh, like a you know porn on your computer. It's right. just I feel I feel like that's usually the issue. Yeah. You know. Usually the the reason is laziness. Yeah. Yeah. Or mm. like you know, opportunity. Because mm. oftentimes you know, like maybe she's not home or maybe she's tired or maybe she's taking a nap and it's like. You know, like sometimes you're just sitting there, you know, fucking around on the internet and all of a sudden you're like, well, that's a hot chick. I'll jack off real quick. Yeah. You know, why not? It's not like I'm doing it, you know, in lieu of having sex with you. Right. I'm just doing it because it's opportune. Yeah. You know, and I think a lot of women don't understand, especially younger girls who don't like it. Although I do enjoy, I do think it's really cool when you meet a girl that's like, you know, I don't watch porn. Hmm. Although I gotta say, a lot of women don't have the same porn predilection as I do. Right. You know. So we yeah, up... I think that only happened to me once, where I had a girlfriend that actually I'd like send her porn clips that I found that I liked, and she would like it too. 
I, uh, my uh, ex who I moved down here to mm. be with, like, we would get really fucked up on blow mm. and just watch porn for mm. like hours. Yeah. And it was kind of fun, mm. even though she did kind of, I don't know, she was really into like 70s, like bushes, like really mm. 70s type, like vintage porn. Yeah. Which is okay. Right. But, I don't know. A little weird. All right. Is he still going? No, he's done. Oh, thank he's God. Done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about to say, God, to hear this guy pontificate yeah. on some more of his, yeah. <laughs> some more of his theories about human relationships yeah. and pornography. Well, oh. it's like oh, mm. it's pervasive, mm. and the subjectivity mm. of the pervasiveness of the porn. They say it is the <laughs> oldest profession, I guess. Yeah. I, oh. And a lot of women feel inferior to other women in porn. And sometimes you can take their subjectivity and the pervasiveness of it. And that's that's why, I don't know, it's like humans. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Dr. The... Drew had a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The, <laughs> thank you, Danelle. Um, the next call that we have here is from... Uh, I don't even, I don't know this caller, but he calls in with a pretty interesting story. It's a two-parter. Okay. Hey, guys. This is a story about the time I fucked my cousin. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, anyway, I'm from a small town in Kansas, Here's and like, my graduating class was <laughs> legit, like 30, like 30 people. Probably only 28 showed up. Wait a second. Where do you say he's from? A small town in, I missed it. I missed it too. 30 mm. people in your Indiana graduating or class? Illinois or some shit. 30 people? Yeah. God, that's tiny. I mean, there were only 30 people in my graduating class, but I went to a weird alternative school. Oh, well, yeah, so, you went to like yeah. a, a retirement There were only school. 100 people in this school. Isn't it like a special school? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like padded walls. Yeah, a lot of Tourette's thing. kids. A lot and, of crash helmets. You know, Asperger's kids and stuff like that. So... Kids with weird speech impediments. <laughs> this is one kid who was like, "Guys, we really want to have a prom this year, okay? We just we got to have a prom." And they put him in charge of the prom committee. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Okay, it's really small. And after I graduated, I uh, left for the army, and I was in for five years until I got out for breaking my back. And breaking his back. Breaking his back. Um. Bean break his back? How did break? I don't know. Okay. Right. When I got back, uh, everything was a little different. You know, everybody uh, had kids, or you know, just uh, the dating pool was real small. I guess. I mean, you know, in those midwestern towns, I'm assuming it, he's like Iowa or whatever. Mm-hmm. Michigan or whatever. When you leave, so you graduate high school, you mm-hmm. go into the army for four years. By the time you come back, it's like people are like twenty-two or twenty-three. They're already on their second kid. Mm. You know, I can understand what he's saying. Like in Michigan, like that's that's the circle of life there. Like yeah. you, you you get married at like twenty, twenty-one, mm. and you're already squeezing out kids by the age of twenty-three or twenty-four. Mm. So this guy comes back and it's like, oh yeah, wow, it's a little bit different now. Coming from a small community, that's what happens. So anyway. Yeah, then you vote for um, Trump. <laughs> I get back. Toker drops. And uh, I decide I'm going to try out the dating world, you know. 
And uh, there's go, go watch some game bang porn with Danelle. Yeah, from high school, she just went from a like out of a breakup, and I'm like 25 at the time, and she's 25 at the time, and she had three kids, and I was like, well, fuck it, you know. 25, and she has three kids. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's it's crazy. Well, I mean, that's what used to happen. You know? Yeah, but this when when is the story? This is a fifty yeah. years ago. No, this is probably like three years ago. Yeah. Wow, twenty twenty five, mm. three kids. Yep. Hmm. Man, it's weird because it's like especially it's like if you get get I, well, I guess people get knocked up and then they get married, right? It makes sense. Yeah. Well, for the first one, but right. then it's like okay, we've been married for nine months, a year. Mm. Let's have another one, right? And then they just knock out. Two more. Yeah. How do they support these kids? Uh, that's a good question. Yeah. No wonder no one reads anymore. So I go to, uh, I hit her up on Facebook and we start hitting it off like really well. And I'm just thinking, okay, this is the girl I kind of had my eye on from, uh, from high school. Uh, I'm out of the army. I actually did something with my life, and uh, I still look pretty good. And always had. Uh, and you'll never get the opportunity to have sex with her ever. You know <laughs> what did he do with his life? He went to the that? army, broke his back. What do you mean? I mean, I guess he went to the army. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's doing something, right? But then you're back in your shitty small town. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, but I, I mean, hey, I guess well, he, he, he's they got, pay for education. Yeah, he's stuff, got money yeah. to go to school if he wants to go to school, and he's probably got some money saved up since he didn't have to pay rent for fucking five years. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you do save money based on that. Always had a je ne sais quoi about me, and so <laughs> sounds like it. <laughs> we decided to date, and we're dating for a while, and I'm going. This is the type of town that he lives in where there's like, if you're on date night, there's three restaurants. It's Olive Garden. Yeah. It's Red Lobster. And there's got to be like a Mexican restaurant called like La Senorita or something. Right, and those yeah. are the three. Yeah. Because there's no other restaurants. <laughs> Except Through for college, fast food. Community college. Small community. So, you know, no university for me. And uh, I'm leaving. Which is weird because you could go to one. Yeah, I mean, your college you know? would be paid for. Yeah, so. Why'd you move back to your small, shitty town? I mean, yeah. you could probably go to, like, I don't know, the the capital of whatever state you're in. Right. Go to college there. Yeah. But, hey. My pizza job, and I had been smoking weed all night, just like everybody does, on a pizza delivery. Oh, he's a delivery and, guy for uh, pizza. I had a leader uh that's what happens when you spend i don't know five years learning fucking radar or some shit you know <laughs> i i it's guess like, but i mean i work with a guy who yeah. went to he was in uh the navy i think yeah i mean and now he's like a system engineer i yeah. mean the guy's got to be making like 180 a year okay i mean his education totally paid for he's still in the reserve so he still goes back and and you know once a year has to go for two weeks and do something and they still give him a shitload of money yeah it makes like 30 grand a year just from the army. Hmm. It's not a Navy or whatever, but I mean, it's not, it's not a bad idea, but it's like, I, why would you go and do that and then become a pizza delivery guy? Well, I think, you, you know, not anyone can be a system engineer. You kind of have to have the mind for that. Too, well, no, I understand you know? that. But yeah. I mean, would you like come back and be like, I'm going to go to school, the whatever. 
you know, be a help desk guy or whatever you want to do. Yeah, you it's know? probably not a ton of opportunities in this town. You know, I probably would not move. I mean, I, yeah. I guess teach their own. But I remember the town I went to high school in. I want the only thing I wanted to do is get the fuck out of that town. Yeah, Essexville, Michigan is not. I mean, if I would have stayed in Essexville, Michigan, I probably would end up like John Steele. Hmm. Of alcohol, I had just bought from the liquor store. And upon leaving my job, I, I took a couple swigs and headed to her house. And so on my way to her house, I sped through speed trap and I got pulled over. Pulled over into uh, a little parking lot and. All right, here's part two. All right, part two. And I pulled over into this little parking lot. And uh, police got out. I just know I'm fucked. So um, I go and shove my bottle of alcohol in a pizza delivery bag. And that's smart. I give him my license and registration. I notice there's a grinder sitting in a cup holder. And uh, whenever I give him my license and registration, I saw it. I put the envelope down on top of the uh, grinder. So I go to my girlfriend's house as planned, and I told her the story after I got... I'm confused. There is an... Oh, he put an envelope... He had a, a weed grinder? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he put an envelope over to cover it? Yeah. Okay, all yeah. right, all right. Got off the hook. I said, look, I, I almost got fucked uh, by the police, but I think it's because my cousin was the one who pulled me over um, in, the, in the clear. And she goes, okay... Because he fucked the cop, his cousin. That's where this is going, right? Oh, wow. Okay, all right. There's a bit of a twist. I didn't yeah. th- I didn't know it was going in that direction, but yeah. all right. I'm kidding. I don't think so. <laughs> Just a hand job. Yeah. Uh, who, who pulled you over, by the way? I said, well, his name is blah, blah, blah. And she's like, well, that's my cousin, too. I was like, no that's shit. That's weird. This is strange. So over the next couple of days, she's... Uh, at work and she gave uh she she drew up a family tree trying to figure out how no branches it's just lo and behold (laughs) that is uh i mean our names were right next to each other Ooh, first cousins uh okay well this can't happen anymore but uh she still looks good wait so she drew the family tree out and she was able to figure out that they were right next to each other. It's kind of weird. I I think she probably went online and went okay. to like Ancestry.com. Mm. And when she's looking at it, it's like, oh, wow, mm. we're first cousins. Which kind of amazes me because how the fuck wouldn't you know that? You went to high school with this girl. It's a small town. How would you not know you're related to her if you're right next to each other on, the, on your family tree, quote yeah. unquote? You know what I mean? Isn't that kind of weird? Yeah. Like, did, weird. You, did your parents like... Was there a family feud or something? Like, what what caused you to uh, to, to separate the families? You know, to live uh, or was there a rift? I, I I mean, it's kind of weird when you're in a tiny town like that. Yeah, I assume you're probably related to most people in those towns. You know. Yeah. You know, a, a lot of I don't know about your family, but a lot of uh, probably like, depends on what where you are in America, because there's some towns where it's like. The people there have been, their families have been there for 200 years. 
And then there's some towns where it's like most of the people got there were immigrants within the last or something. 70 yeah. years, you know? Well, like, you so. know, a lot of uh, Jews, especially yeah. Jews that came from Russia and like mm. Eastern Europe, Poland, things like that, came from these shtetls yeah. that it was just all Jews and you got to marry a Jew. Mm. So it's like the chance of, chances of you finding someone who you're not related to are pretty slim. Right. So my, my grandparents, uh, maternal grandparents, first cousins. Hmm. Yeah, and then they knew about it. They're totally cool Explains with it. Explains a lot. It certainly yeah. does. I was. Yeah. I mean, when I heard that, I was like, "No wonder I fucking look the way I do." Mm. You know, which made me think about Jews in general. Yeah, like I think, like you look at Sephardic Jews, mm. the Jews from like the Middle East and Israel, like uh, what's her name, the one that uh, Leonardo DiCaprio was dating, or Natalie Portman, or something. Those are attractive yeah. Jews. Yeah, because they come from like the Sephardic Middle Eastern area. What I the, like about Jews, the Ashkenazic Jews, yeah. all come from like these little shtetls and these small towns. Are you and, saying uh, that Natalie Portman isn't Ashkenazi? Nah, I think she's Sephardic. She's whiter than fuck. She's Israeli. Yeah, but a lot of Israeli people. Well, I, I she might have some most roots. Most fucking Israeli people are not Sephardic. They're, they came from fucking Europe. And there's a lot of Sephardic Jews there. A lot of there's a lot of intermixing between the two. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about her parents. The Dasha Ganazi out fucking number them. All right, is what I'm saying. Maybe I don't know about. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. They're, and they, they generally don't get along with the Sephardic ones too. Well, they married so. a lot of Sephardic, and that's why you have attractive Jews in the middle, like in the Mediterranean. Mm-hmm. But like the, the general, the Ashkenazi. Mm-hmm. So anyway, a shitload of those Jews are, were killed. Mm-hmm. obviously so it's even less people that you can have sex with mm-hmm. so you end up like you have to marry someone in your in your race so there's a lot of men in, in you know inbreeding mm-hmm. and that's what produced a woody allen and a fucking jerry seinfeld your jerry seinfeld is actually cousins with the guy from biohazard no evan seinfeld, evan seinfeld. <laughs> yeah they're cousins <laughs> i wonder if they've ever actually hooked up probably not my guess is I think it'd be really funny if they did. Jerry's an oddball, but he's not that kind of oddball. It'd be you funny know? if they did, though. And I'm in decent shape, and I look good. And like, fuck it. You had three kids. Your tubes are tied, so we can't have no mongoloid retard running around. Rotundo uh, they, running around. Yeah, so yeah. We'll, yeah. Uh, we'll just keep fucking see what happens. So see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So wait, she's, God she's, strikes us dead with lightning. We'll just see. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we're just going to keep committing incest. Mm. But uh, so is she your first cousin? That's what I want to know. Is it, it sounds her, like, yes. Is there anything wrong with having sex with your uh, shagging your first cousin? I think it's, I le- think it's legal a weird. in some states. I think it's weird. States. Um, I don't know. I don't really have a. I, I was, you know, adopted, so I don't really have a normal sense of, you know, familial what it means to be related to people, and you know, I don't. Really, I if know. I found out I was even second or third cousin related to someone who I was fucking, I would be like, this is too weird. Mm. Like we need to like stop fucking, right? <laughs> because yeah. this is weird. But this guy's just like, I'm in good shape. Mm. Fuck it, I'm gonna fuck my cousin. That was definitely a uh, um, impetus for like once when I found that I had a twin sister to find her, because I'd be like, because if I didn't, I'd be like, you know, knowing my luck, I'd probably accidentally fucking have sex with her or something <laughs> at some point, you know, without realizing. Just kind it. of it would just randomly happen. Yeah, it would just randomly yeah. happen. So just like eliminate that possibility from ever <laughs> happening. Anyway, we end up getting a little serious for a couple months. She actually buys me a cell phone. And she decided to leave uh, 
like some she worked at a cell phone store and she had all my text and everything updated in some files so she could read everything I did and mm. so when we were on a mm. little break she uh, called me out and it's like it's never going to happen again and uh, I eventually went to rehab were you having sex with your aunt or something and she found out yeah I don't, I don't get it I don't, I don't understand what the yeah because they were on, well I think she was jealous they were on a break and then she but she actually even though they were on a break she actually saw his text messages because she worked at a cell phone store. Who said it's never going to happen again? She did. She was upset about it. She meant he would never have sex with her again. Yeah, that they're not going to be back. Okay. Anymore. All right. Ab went really well for me, but uh, that was kind of the pinnacle of me getting sober. I got plenty more stories. Uh, what? So uh, maybe I'll call back someday. You guys take it wrong, take it sleazy. Uh, no, don't, please don't take offense to this, sir. But could you maybe tell your story to somebody else, maybe who's better at telling a story, and have them call in a story? <laughs> is that a thing you could do? Is that possible? Yeah, I want to know what I other don't know stories how this is related to you getting sober. I, I, I don't, I don't. He threw get that it. in at the end. Yeah. Was what it the a fuck sober? Does this even have to do but with that? Was it a sobering experience to find out that you were having sex with someone you're related to? Because it doesn't sound like they just they made the decision to continue fucking. Well, they were fucked up. It sounds like they had a real discussion about it. Yeah, you know? and then they're just like, you know, I have a yeah. hist- I've had a hysterectomy. I already have three kids, yeah. so you're not gonna have to worry about you know genetically. You know, messed right. up offspring. Giant chins, weird yeah. shit like that. Yeah. Although, would that happen with yeah. cousins? What? Like, if you're a first cousin to someone and you bred with them, do you think you'd have a rotundo? I think that. Ha- I think you have to have like a stronger relation, like a closer DNA. Yeah, I don't think you necessarily have a rotundo, but I think you can get some of that weird royalty stuff. Like we, the, even like with the, first cousins, like chins and the things like that. Yeah, hmm. I think you can. So, God, blame my grandparents <laughs> for this this face. <laughs> anyway, yeah. may, I think what he should do, maybe hemophilia, shit like that, you know. I think what he should do is tell the story yeah. to maybe his first cousin or another family member that he's having sex with, and let them <laughs> hear it. And if it makes sense to them, yeah, then maybe practice a couple more times in the mirror, then call the stick around hotline right. and let us know. Yeah, or have someone else tell the story. <laughs> How to win friends and influence people. Pick it up. Yeah, you know? God. Yeah. You know, with this much criticism with our phone calls, I'm surprised we have any callers. I know, I really, yeah, me too. You know, come on. Come on, guys. We're just, you know, hey. Just gentle ribbing. Is Look, what I mean, is. I heard from Schlitzy. He loved, you know, he loved the call, the kidnapping call. Oh, from yeah. a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. We yeah. were making fun of him. with it. So, okay, that's go. good. That yeah. guy can take a joke. Yeah. Schlitzy, Schlitzy can take a joke. Yes, he can. Yeah. Such a, I think, uh, I think he's realized that with life. Right. You know? <laughs> anyway, call us our hotline. We'll uh, try to be a little easier on you next time. 323-522-4032 is that number. Uh, people, best way to support the show is by becoming a sick and wrong patron. Just go to patreon.com slash sick and wrong. Sign up today. We have multiple tiers and, uh, you get 30 to 40 minutes of bonus content. We're doing a patron story every week. We're doing patron phone calls every week. We produce outtakes every week. And uh, yeah, you know, we appreciate it. We appreciate the support. It allows us to buy new equipment, to, uh, to live stream the show. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe go uh, take trips to, to Europe. 
So uh, we, we do appreciate the support. So it's patreon.com slash sick and wrong. Uh, finally here, sick and wrong song of the week is, uh, is a mentor's song. I actually picked this one out. I think this, this guy, the El Duce from the mentors, either had to have been inspired by the toy box killer or vice versa. I think those guys would have gotten along swimmingly. Why? El Duce is such a weirdo. Mm. And this song, Sex Education, mm. I, you, you're not familiar with the mentors. No. The, you know, I know who the guy is, but I don't know. Oh, my that. God. I think I was such a derelict. Mm. Um, the, the way I found out about the mentors, I remember a friend of mine uh, was at his, 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 his my friend, uh, my friend had a, a father, his father was like, I don't know, like 800 pounds. He was like mm. an obese man. Oh, man. We used to go hang out at his house all the time because his dad just had a shitload of porn. And it's like, you could just take whatever porn you wanted. It's not like he could fit down the stairs and find out that we're watching his porn. Right, yeah. And I remember he had this one porn video. The whole soundtrack was The Mentors. Hmm. And it's just like this crude, offensive metal music. And it, like, there's a song called The 4F Club. It's like, you gotta find her, feel her, fuck her, forget her. Hmm. It's just awful music. And they did a whole soundtrack of this porn. And I was like, well, I gotta find out about this band. Um... But anyway, I've, yeah, I, I do actually have all their albums on vinyl. But this song is called Sex Education, sung by uh, The Mentors, and off their album You Asked For It. And uh, I gotta say, I think the Toy Box Killer is probably into The Mentors. Okay. You know, it sounds like it. Anyway, I think he's probably into Steve Winwood. You think so? Yeah. Steely Dan, Give maybe? Give me a higher love. <laughs> <laughs> Wham, or something like that. Um... Anyway, we're going to end the show here with Sex Education by The Mentors. Uh, people will be back next week with episode 649. Till then, take it easy. Hey there, young, sweet little girl. I'll teach you how to fuck. Come on over here, pull down my pants and start to suck. I am a pervert of the nation, teaching your children all about sex education. In the school system, I'm a mentor. I'll make your daughter's cunt red and sore. She's just 13 with torpedo tits. Hey, Dennis Rooley, ain't that the shit? She's into sex education. I am the biggest pervert teacher in the nation Your daughter, she's mine So fresh, off the vine
teacher in sex education, the biggest pervert across the nation. Come on, little girl, it's time to learn how to poke your butt and make it turn. I lift the legs over my shoulders. Ah, these are grippers in your pussy. Open your mouth and suck it all down. It's sex education. I'm the biggest pervert bitch in the nation. Your daughter is learning sex education. In the high school, I'm the most perverted in the nation. Spread your legs. That's right, young man. Take your birth control pills. All right, I'll see you tomorrow for another session. That's right. Nasty girl. Yeah. Catches on quick. Education. Ah, let me feel up those tits. Uh, nice tip for a Vita sophomore. Yeah. Don't tell your daddy about me. It's our secret. Now you're learning. You know what? That actually might be worth getting a Teddy Ruxpin for. If you could find a Teddy Ruxpin yeah. and uh, and play that tape. Somehow get this on audio tape. I'm not sure how I'd even do that nowadays. But. You know what? You don't need a Teddy Ruxpin. You can, there's other bears that play MP3s. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I, my first boss, mm. fucking weird Scientologist dude. Mm. And he went on Shark Tank to try to get them to invest in his bears. I forget oh, yeah, what he called it. Yeah, yeah, I forget what he called the bears, but it mm. was like they would play an MP3 recording of their right. par- of the, the parent's voice for the kid. Mm. And he was like asking for like $3.5 million. Mm. And uh, what's, that, what's that guy's name on uh, the basketball? Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban was just mm. like, no, why the hell yeah. would I ever invest in this? It's like one of the dumbest ideas I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, and how much of that $3.5 million is your salary? He's like, oh, $1 million. Yeah, I don't think so. Right, yeah. They all just shot him down. That's funny. But you could probably buy one of his bears. Hmm. That, that, that would be truly horrifying. It would be, yeah. Just a Teddy Rocks fan just... <laughs> Hello, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> God, that's horrible. Hmm. All right.